Welcome to the Digital How To, a series of interviews with digital marketing experts on how business owners and marketers can discover ways to improve their interaction with consumers online. I'm your host, John Simpson, and in this episode, we're focusing on how to create a video marketing strategy. You may notice in the podcast, we mention answering questions that we receive from the audience. If you want to participate in our live recordings and have your questions answered by our guests, visit 2060digital.com slash DC and sign up for free to join in our live discussions. That's 2060digital.com slash DC. I'm joined by Ramina Nadal, digital brand strategist at 2060 Digital and a leading expert in digital marketing. Hey, Romina. Hi, John. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. No problem. Um, so one, we're talking about video marketing today, and it seems that for a lot of people we talk to, organizations, video seems to be one of the biggest hurdles. We know that it's one of the best forms of content out there, but whether it's the assumed cost of video production or it's just a much more complicated medium for people to break into people really seem to have a hard time. They know they need to do it, but they don't know how to start. Mm -hmm. So how does one start a video marketing strategy? Right, and that's a wonderful question. I think a lot of times people are very threatened by this idea of like the, a video needs to be super produced or needs to have actors and um, it needs to be all out there for it to work. And that cannot be farther from the truth. People are very intimidated by the idea of video um, but it doesn't need to be this overly elaborated video for it to work. What it needs to be, it needs to be engaging. It needs to be short. It needs to talk to people in an engaging way that they're going to want to interact with your brand. You don't need to hire um, actors or celebrities or, I mean, an influencer videos are wonderful. But you can also make some videos with images, logos, and text, add some music, and explain why your product is important, why people are going to want to engage with your product. Um, and then that's going to make an impact, and that's going to be a wonderful video strategy if you're targeting it to the, to the right people. Um, one thing to keep in mind when working on a video strategy is the what, the how, and the why. Right? So whenever you want to deliver your message, especially on a video, you want to make sure it's short enough that it doesn't linger. People are not just like, all right, trying to skip, but it also sends your message across. So you need to have a quick, clear, and compelling video to explain who you are, what you do, but most importantly, why it matters to people. So obviously I'm assuming that video is already a right fit to me. Are there different organizations that maybe video is a bigger imperative than others? Are there some organizations that maybe don't need to worry about video? Like if, if you're thinking someone like right out of the box, who is a really good fit for video? And, and this might be um, a very general answer, but I think everybody really is, is oh, fit well, for that's, video. That's so convenient. <laughs> um, every organization would be would be great for video. The, the question is what you want to Sent across. What's your message? What are you trying to do with that message? Is it a branding idea? Do you want people to get to know your organization? Video is definitely the best way um, to send your message across. And it's the best form of branding, really. Um, video, 54% of people who have engaged with video have increased their brand awareness. So people are more likely to actually watch a video about something than to go to your website that could be very text heavy and read. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Who has the time for that now? Yeah. Um, video is able to show your message, 
um, with either just text or people talking, have a script. Um, but it's wonderful for brain awareness. It's also wonderful for um, call to action. I mean, a lot of people think that, all right, video is more of like a tough funnel um, strategy and just just dedicated towards branding or pushing your message out. But you could also have a really strong call to action in your video ad strategy um, on videos that you could run on YouTube or social media, telling people to do something, take some take an action after the video. Um, and it's the wonderful thing about digital is everything is very measurable. So um, in a long format way of answering the question, I don't think there's a specific organization and a specific video strategy that they should choose. Um, but the main um, question back there is, what do you want your objective to be? And based on that, we can um, find a video strategy for any organization. And when we're thinking about what that video strategy is, um, is, is it video, I guess video is singular or plural, is, I guess videos, but... The idea is, should I have just one video that I should use for everyone? Do I need multiple kinds of videos? Are there different types that I know I should be engaging with? How do I tell my brand story through video? That is a wonderful question. And absolutely, you should not have only one video and use it for all multiple purposes. Um, think about how the the way of consuming media and consuming content has changed in, in the past 10 years, in the past five years. Um, video used to be very hard for people to reach, and it was limited to these big brands with big budgets that were able to buy TV airtime. Um, now, small businesses, even own individuals, are able to put their brand out there for very little cost to start with um, to get their 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 message out. So, going from video almost being impossible to reach for for a lot of brands because of the cost associated with buying a TV spot. Uh, now have this awesome venue of YouTube, social media, um, OTT, and even pre-roll where they can showcase their message and they can reach people. But the important thing, again, to keep in mind is relevancy and why it is important for people. So, And this goes back to any sort of marketing strategy um, or marketing um, project that you want to do. Who is your audience? Who are you trying to speak to? Right. So the video needs to be produced in a way that you're speaking to that audience and that is compelling enough that people want to take action or are going to remember your brand. They're going to remember your name. Um, if your video is too long, people are not going to engage with it. They're not going to watch it all. They're going to skip it. If it looks like it was done in 1990, <laughs> they might look at it and, and for a laugh or so, but it's not really relevant anymore. So, again, top things when it comes to video marketing, it needs to be quick clear, compelling, but most important, catered to your target audience for it to have a good impact. And that's a really good point about relevancy too. And something that you had mentioned, it is something that is applicable to pretty much everything that we have to do with digital marketing, um, even more so than video, because if you're going through the effort of the production, you want to make sure it's actually talking to the audiences. Mm -hmm. and when you're talking about the kinds of videos, like the kind of content, is it something where we should have one video that tells people this is why we're the best, buy us now. Um, is it where I should be leading with thought leadership? What are the kind of videos that you've seen really engage with people? So when they're thinking about a shoot or content they need to produce, what kind of stuff, what kind of storyline should they be thinking of? What kind of content's gonna engage with people? Mm -hmm. um, so the first things first, people need to know who you are, right? Um, they need to have an idea of branding in order to be able to 
to associate that brand and that name mm-hmm. with with an action later on. So I think the first uh, the first video, let's say, if you were to produce a series or were you to produce um, a bunch of videos to push your marketing out there, uh, first things first, who are you and what are you doing? Why is it important? Why people, um, why would anybody buy your product? Why would anybody engage with your brand? Why would somebody want to learn more about you? I think that, uh, and that goes back to something that we as marketers always talk about, which is our marketing funnel, right? The top part, which is you want to let people know who you are so that later on you could influence their decisions once they're ready to um, to buy, uh, which would be more bottom funnel. So first things first, branding. You want to push your message out there. Once people are actually ready to engage, that's when you can play with the call to action. Um, it could be click here to learn more. And, and YouTube actually has wonderful um, now add-ons, let's say, that you could you could use in your video strategy, which there are little banner buttons at the bottom where you can click to go to a landing page or to wherever the, the, um, the brand wants to direct you to. Um, but those click to call or like learn more or shop here, um, are have definitely changed in the in the past five, 10, five years. Um, and people are using video more now as a bottom funnel strategy too. Because um, think about when you're ready to make a big purchase decision, let's say a car or uh, we are we're recording now at a, at a radio studio. So let's imagine like headphones, right? Really expensive headphones. The first thing that you're going to want to do is some research, right? Learn more about various products and how they work and why are they a good fit for you or not. Um, so most likely what am I going to do is I'm going to Google it, right? Mm-hmm. And from there, I natural pat behavior, natural human behavior, I'm not going to want to read a whole article as to why I should buy a pair of uh, Bose headphones instead of, I don't know, Dr. Dre's, um, because it's just a lot. I don't have the time for that. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go to YouTube and I'm going to search it. I'm going to um, listen to reviews, see how people are using that, because that allows me to learn more about how the day-to-day product's going to work instead of just imagining it or seeing an ad, which, okay, it could be great, um, but I'm not really seeing, I'm seeing more from the sell perspective, not from the day-to-day use. So after looking at reviews and everything, I might be more willing to take action. Now they're influencing me as a decision maker for, um, for me to buy a product. So I would say going from, um, the top part of the funnel from branding to influencing a decision at the very bottom, video can touch all of those touch points for people. And when I'm watching videos online, I mean, I, the analogy you use is exactly probably the same thing that a lot of people go through is that they're looking for a new product. Um, they want to know how it works. You know, most of the times we look at, you know, better business bureau or reviews online from other customers, but because now we can just see how the thing works in front of us and other people are reviewing and unboxing videos. Um, do you see that more people are actually going on mediums like YouTube to actually buy things or is it really where they're just looking to be entertained? No, a hundred percent. I mean, uh, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world and it's the third largest web, uh, the third largest website, um, for traffic in the world as well. Hmm. Like people are going to YouTube to get entertained and watching the show they missed last night. Let's say if I, I missed watching Stephen Colbert and I want to go and Google it and then I'm just going to go to YouTube and watch his channel. But I also want to learn about how to um, set up a campaign. I can go into into YouTube and learn from somebody doing a tutorial. So 
video has honestly revolutionized the way we consume media, the way we, we learn things. Um, people are just naturally more visual. Like, and again, it goes back to the time. Nobody wants to read a whole article when they can see somebody explain it to you maybe mm -hmm. in an easier way. So yes, absolutely. People are gravitating towards video more and it's only going to grow. Um, Now, when we think video, a lot of people normally just think YouTube, right? But it go, it's way more than just YouTube. Mm -hmm. You have uh, social. Um, so videos and Instagram and Facebook have, have grown significantly. And, and the way that people are consuming information now, um, it, it's just only going that way. It's only going to grow. Then you have OTT and streaming services. And, and for those who are not very familiar with what OTT is. It means over the top. Um, anything that's like Netflix, Hulu, anything that you stream on either your mobile devices or to through a connected TV like Amazon Fire, uh, like Apple my smart TV. TV. Mm -hmm. Any, all of those ads now, think about it. Before I used to watch TV and have to sit through, I don't know, a minute or two of commercials. So natural behavior, people would change, right? When commercials would come on. Now with this streaming services like Hulu, if you are not paying for the service that doesn't include ads, you have to sit there until the commercials are done for like mm -hmm. 90 seconds or so, so that you can consume the content that you want to. Um, but that also is wonderful because now ads are catered to you. People know what you want to consume, right? So are more targeted, which means are more relevant. It makes for a better ads experience. And we talked a lot about the content itself so far and making sure that content is right for the, is developed for the right audiences. Once I have my content developed and maybe I'm pushing it on YouTube or you mentioned social media, Instagram, how do I make sure that video is actually getting in front of the right person? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's a, that, that's a great question. So we talked about the importance of relevancy and making sure your video itself speaks to the right people. Now we have to talk about the idea of targeting, right? Wanting to reach to those people. So YouTube, which is part of the Google network, um, once you set up a campaign, you're actually able to choose your demographic and your geography and, and people that you want to reach. You can target people based on age groups, based on behaviors and interests. By placing little pieces of code um, or pixels in your website, you're also able to retarget, which means follow people around um, who hasn't experienced that where they go to a website and then they keep seeing a banner of the shoes that they were going to buy, follow them throughout the Internet. It's Creepy the same but effective. Exactly. It's the same idea with video. Um, I can visit a, a website a, talking for cars, for example, cars, uh, the automotive industry does it a lot and very successfully, I must add. If I go to, to let's say Mazda, because that's the car I drive, um, to look for service or something, and then I go to YouTube later on, I am seeing ads for the new um, Mazda 3 that just came out where I'm not going to buy a car necessarily right now, but they're putting that message in front of me because I visited their website. So they at least know I have some certain interest for that brand, right? So there's different ways that um, we can target our intended audience. Same goes with Facebook. We talked a little bit about the targeting on YouTube a little bit before. With Facebook, it's the same. You can target people based on their interests, on the pages they like, um, on the their age groups, their behavior, um, people they follow. So honestly, the, the, the options are limitless there. What you really need to do as a brand is sit down and think about the people you want to reach and the people that are engaging with your audience. So then later on, your marketing strategies could be more focused on that. The and whole idea. 
Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say the whole idea is to prove ROI, right? Um, so if you're re- talking to the right people and delivering the message to the people that want to or are going to engage with your product later on um, and they're actually going to purchase, that just proves the whole idea of the return on investment um, of your marketing strategy. And to that point of ROI, um, you mentioned that video is not just the awareness and interest part anymore. It's also about the action, that lower funnel mm-hmm. conversions. How then can I measure the effectiveness of my video strategy? Is it like every other part of digital advertising or is there something that's specific to video that I should be looking out for? Obviously, we want to make sure that everything works together, but how is video different or how is video the same? That's a great question. Um, 94% of consumers have bought something after watching a video. Wow. What that tells me is that Before people are making decisions, they want to be informed. They want to know what they're buying, be it a plane ticket, be it a small purchase, or be it something like a big big price ticket item like a car. Um, People want to do some research. They want to learn more instead of just like, okay, I'm just going to impulse buy this thing and and that's it. No, you need to be in front of people um, and and create that engagement. In terms of measurement, um, there's a lot of ways that you can measure video. But that goes back to what are your objectives and what do you want to um, do at the end of the day? What are you going to be measuring? So you can uh, measure the click-through rate. Let's say people clicking uh, on your call to action uh, on the video. So they can click on learn now, learn more, sorry, call call now, um, shop now. So how are they engaging and how how is your click-through rate working? Um, you can learn more about your audience too. So how, who does your brand is who your brand is talking to and who is actually listening? Because a lot of the times um, what can happen is you put a message out there and what you think is your ideal customer. But a lot of the times that might not necessarily be the person coming to you and you might be surprised. Right. Um, so in a lot of ways, what you can learn is the people that are actually engaging with you and and um, and buying your product or watching your video to completion so that you later on can target them. And all of that you can do with your um, with the back end of things on Google Analytics, where you can search the peop- the kind of behaviors and interests that people have that are visiting your website. So it's it also another way to measure it. It's like, all right, you're learning more about the audiences that you're reaching. Um, then you can also measure in it by by branding, brand lift. How who now knows about you? Um, you can do national wide campaigns like the way Coca-Cola does or T-Mobile, but then you could also do very localized um, campaigns to like a, a DMA or a city. Let's say like here, we're, we're here in Washington, D.C. And just for a county, county, let's say Loudoun County, they can do a video campaign to promote um, a fair that they might be having. And the way that you can measure the success of that campaign is by attendance to that fair by people actually going and buying tickets. So it it really depends on the call to action and what is it that you want to measure. Um, Rewatches is another thing. People who are constantly engaging and watching a video again and again. All right, now you know that you have a topic that is important. Now you know that you need to exploit that, um, that video, that topic to continue talking to your audience to engage. So there's a lot of things that we can look to and look for when it comes to measuring video. But the most important um, thing you need to ask yourself as a brand is, what is important to me? What do I consider uh, a return on investment? 
how do I want to measure this so I see results so that you can later on put together a video strategy. And one of the questions we have in the chat box, um, and please again, submit questions throughout the entire webinar. Um, how does video affect the rest of my digital marketing strategy? And this is something that, because it's a great form of content, um, is it something that should live on YouTube or can I also repurpose on my website? How does it fit with everything else I have going on? I think it's a very interesting question because we get asked a lot um, when we're putting together campaigns for for people. What about this product or what about this venue? I mean, I think you should ver think very holistic when it comes to marketing and and think about the the consumer and how, what the different touch points they normally have to do to make a decision with video. Um, SEO, which is search engine optimization, is absolutely wonderful. It really, really helps um, when you upload a video to your website that might have some engagement on YouTube and then people are finding you easier. Um, when they go to Google, you come up in the organic results easier than if you didn't have any sort of video content. Um, so there's a, a few things that drive um, SEO for a website, right? The first one of them is video. Second comes with uh, images, photos, or pictures. And the third one is actually going to be text and keywords. So that's a way to exploit, let's say, a, 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 an SEO strategy with putting more vlogs, like video blogs, on your site. And uh, obviously, we talked about lots of different audiences that we can target to and how we can get different pieces of ROI. How fresh do I need to worry about my video? Do I need to create a new video for every product, every audience, every season? Um, when we're thinking about, because usually when we talk about like something like display advertising or even search ads, we're always looking for ways to improve upon it. Is this video the same thing or does it have a longer shelf life than a lot of other pieces of content? I, I think it definitely has a longer a longer shelf life, especially than than social or um, display advertising. I feel like display you can you can play with and maybe change the creative every three months or so, depending on how how much engagement it's driving. Um, with video, depending on the relevancy of the video, you can continue to run it um, seasonally. I mean, it depends on the nature of your business too. Let's say we're working for an HVAC company. Um, they most likely are not going to run something for heaters in the middle of summer, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. um, the creative is going to speak more towards um, AC units or, um, I mean, I'm not very familiar with the <laughs> back. But like, uh, it's, it's always going to flood at some point. Flooding <laughs> is not something that's going to go away. So something like a flooding video is something exactly. that is always good versus something that something only really matters in the winter versus the summer and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so seasonality might be important for some businesses, but then a general branding message is always great to have. And that's something that you can, you can run for a couple of years, a good branding message um, and then revamp it and, and change it up. And then you can have smaller videos um, in, in length. I mean, when, when I say smaller videos, I mean, smaller videos in length, like 15 second videos, introducing a product or introducing a service. Um, that you link to that 30 second spot or that 30 second video m talking more about branding. Um, so, so short answer. Yes, definitely has, <laughs> has a longer, a longer shelf life than any of the other forms of advertising. And a lot of the questions coming through are have to do with type of content. I know we've touched on this a few times already, but how do I balance talking about my brand versus talking about my services versus doing like thought leadership pieces? Is there a right uh, mix of what I should be doing. Um, if obviously we talked about it first, you have to start with your brand, if nothing else, but from there, 
what kind of pieces should I be putting out there? And mm-hmm. honestly, we've talked a lot about paid advertising for video. What should I worry about? Should I worry about organic views on my YouTube page or anything like that? Yes, absolutely. And that also speaks to the nature of your business, what what your objective is. If you, for example, are somebody who's trying to um, influence people to take action and, and maybe influence legislation or mm-hmm. um, or be kind of like be this thought leader in in um, in a specific subject, what you, you're going to want to create more of a long format video, educating somebody, right? T- telling why it's important that they listen to you or why why the topic that you're talking about is important. The thought leadership format is not going to be a 30 seconds paid spot. No, it's probably going to live on a YouTube channel. It's probably going to live on a website and it's probably going to be targeted through little segment videos, little 15, 30 second videos to push that content out. Um, So it really depends on what is your objective as a brand? What do you want to deliver? What do you want to be known as? Um, I personally believe any brand should have a YouTube page. I think that you should have your social pages in place because in your YouTube page working and your website as good as it can be, because that's your storefront now. Mm-hmm. Like people less and less you're seeing, I mean, yes, there are definitely stores you're going to go into and you most likely are going to direct people from your online traffic to your actual offline store traffic to go there. Um, but nowadays all of these different touch points online is is what people are actually engaging with and it's what people are getting to know you by. So if you have a, a, a website that is slow to load, that's not working, people are most likely not just not going to spend much time there, right? It's the same idea for video. If you have a video that is super long and you're really not telling me anything, why would I watch it, mm-hmm. right? Your video, your video needs to be compelling. It needs to be long enough so that your message com- comes across. Even on thought leadership where you're doing more of a, a, a longer format program, it needs to be long enough that people are going to stay engaged with you. Um, that is kind of for like, let's say the not pay the something that lives on your YouTube channel, a tutorial that you can do on how something works or um, why you like a brand versus another. Um, those those videos, the idea with it is send your message across. Once that's done, it doesn't need to be longer than that. Um, and with paid video, with, with the 30-second videos uh, or 15 seconds that are definitely more engaging and that work better for advertising purposes because people have a... A shorter attention span nowadays. Everybody is like, go, 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 go. So you don't want to be sending um, somebody to a two-minute ad video, which nowadays you're seeing more and more on online and on YouTube, but people skip that. Like, honestly, people normally lose attention after uh, 45 seconds. So, like, you want to make sure that when you put together a video strategy, be it paid or organic for your own purposes, that your message is to the point and engaging. So one of the questions we weren't able to go to during our live session was how do I create a video strategy without being annoying? And maybe that's a crass, not crass, but you know, matter of fact way of saying it that a lot of people, when they see pre-roll advertisements before the video, they actually want to watch, they try to click it as fast as possible to get out of it. And that seems like, you know, is that a waste of money? Because if I'm used to doing it that way, um, it does everyone else have that same experience? How do we have, and we had all this great content we're really excited about, we're targeting the right people. 
How do we make sure it's not something that someone just has to suffer through to get to what they actually want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that goes back to your video being, it needs to be, you need to talk to who you want to talk to. It needs to be engaging. Um, but uh, skipping is just part of human behavior. People are going to skip because they don't want to be, let's say, sold to. And what they think it's going to happen when they're going to, when they get an ad is that they're going to be sold to. Um, so natural behaviors, they're going to want to skip it. What can you do to try to to try to avoid that or to try to drive complete views of a video? Um, first things first, YouTube actually has a wonderful um, way of buying ads that they call video, YouTube TrueView, which means that you only pay for the completed view, the 30 second completed view. Any other view, any other length of time spent watching that video, it's kind of like free branding or free advertising because if people watch less than 29 seconds of the video, you're not paying for it, but they're getting to know your brand. So why is this important? You cannot skip a video in the first five seconds. So what you want to make sure you do as a brand is put your name out there mm-hmm. in those first five seconds. Make it compelling enough that people are going to want to stay and watch the video to completion. Um, but even more important, take advantage of those free minutes or free seconds of advertising um, by pushing your brand message and what you what you want your point to be. Put your point across in those first five seconds of the video. So even how I edit my video is something I need to keep in mind when I'm thinking about you know, one type of advertising versus another because mm-hmm. I need to make sure my brand, my logo, and a call to action is actually showing up as soon as possible. A hundred percent. You want to make sure people are engaged. And this also goes um, not only for YouTube and TrueView, but also on social. If you have a long video format or something longer than 30 seconds or even 15 seconds, normally for social, I recommend 15 seconds to 30 at most. Um, But if you have a a long video, people are going to scroll through it. They're not even going to watch it. Right. So you want to make sure in the first in those first five seconds of 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 your playtime that you are putting your brand out there, your name out there and that people are engaging with you um, so that your video can be completed. And to that point on social media, um, you Facebook has done a lot about just autoplaying video is that when I'm scrolling for my newsfeed, I maybe see a cooking uh, video mm-hmm. or um, a product review or maybe a general ad and it automatically plays and there's subtitles underneath it. Um, how do I make sure I'm creating a video that's tailored for social channel? Um, but also how do I make sure I'm taking advantage of different changes in Facebook strategy like that? Because it's just yeah. something that's become more and more popular. Absolutely. So you, you mentioned something very important is the way you're editing your video and paying attention to that. And and it's true. When people are scrolling through through their Facebook feed and a video starts playing, it the sound is not necessarily on, especially nowadays that most people have their phones on vibrate um, because they're with them at, at every single moment of the day. So you want to make sure that your video is designed to have um, to play with the sound off, to have those um, subtitles or captions that are engaging with the actor, if there's an actor, or with the images that are um, that are showing at the moment of the video. You want to make sure you follow best practices um, for every sort of advertisement that you do. Um, but for video, it's very important because people lose attention easily. So you want to make sure you display your message in the first three to five seconds. You want to feature your product or brand early. Um, and with you, uh, Facebook as well as Instagram, you can play with different formats of video. Um, 
Instagram and Facebook now will use a lot of advertising on their stories because people are engaging more time with Facebook stories and Instagram stories. And the format of the video there, it's not so much a um, one that you're going to watch on a horizontal, let's say, view. Um, it's more of a vertical style view. So you want to make sure you're shooting square videos too and you're shooting vertical videos too so that you can use them on your social media pages or for a social media page strategy. And to that point too about different pieces of social media, even just how the orientation of the video mm -hmm. is that a lot of people are starting to Snapchat, Instagram stories, Facebook stories are becoming more and more popular. And the ways we interact with our phone is just the, even the way we hold it. We're much more used to doing video one way or the other. So when I'm thinking about, is there a different kind of video that I know I'm going to have in a lot of advertisements versus something I want to become um, hyper-relevant where mm -hmm. I wanted to become overly social. I wanted to trend. Um, how do I think about creating one versus the other? Yeah. And that goes back to best practices. You want to make sure that you're following what people are, what people's natural behavior is on that, uh, on how they're consuming the content. So the way people behave on YouTube when they're waiting to um, watch this video that they have gone particularly search for um, is completely different to the behavior of people going through Instagram stories of their friends and tapping to go next, 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 or scrolling through a timeline. Um, so the a brand that might, might want to have separate kinds of videos to run on YouTube versus on social, just because of the way that they're shot or because of, of, of the format of the video itself. Um, like we said uh, a little bit ago, videos for social, you want to make sure that they are designed to play with the sound off. Um, on YouTube, not necessarily, because people are actually there to consume information or to consume some sort of content, and their sound is going to be off because it's a, it's a video. On, I'm sorry, not off. On, because <laughs> it's a video. Um, so they have the best audibility and the best viewability, YouTube. I feel like, um, I believe it's 97% um, of people who actually are on YouTube to watch, listen to to the actual ad, like pay attention to what is coming hmm. up because it's um, it's easy to. It's that's, not like on Instagram or Facebook where you might have your sound off. It's a lot higher than I thought it would be too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So one thing that's coming through the Q and A um, and something that comes up through most of the webinars and episodes we do is I'm only one person. I'm a small shop, I'm a small business, I got one marketing person, I got one social person. How do I do all this? Because everything you we've talked about so far is great, it sounds fantastic, but how do we do that if we only are a small shop? Mm -hmm. um, this goes back to the most important thing when it comes to video, it's to relate to your audience, relate to the people that you want to talk to. Um, there's some really interesting case studies. There's one that YouTube did um, for the U.S. Navy um, where they talked about how they wanted to influence recruits and they wanted to talk to people who were who they knew were interested in military missions, were interested in the action in the in the. And also in the cyber community, let's say in the intelligence and um, hardware stuff, right? Software stuff. So 
how they showcases it wasn't through big productions it was by showing emotion it was by um shoots uh shots of people jumping out of planes and into the water and leaving that action that uh let's say this badass idea of of being a part of the military and part of the US Navy um so the idea was to target younger people fresh out of high school maybe early years of college and influence their behavior with Hey, you can be part of this team too. You can be part of of the great U.S. Navy. Um, it's proven, and what you t- this study shows is that relating to people's emotions um, and relating to their passions is 1.6 times more important than if your production quality is high. So it's not necessarily about having a whole studio and having paid actors, which if you can afford it and that's part of your strategy, then God bless you, you should do it. But it's a matter of just making sure that the content itself, the story is relevant and it seems natural. A hundred percent. So obviously things change a lot with technology, user experience. Um, I'm sure by the time people are listening to this, there's a new app out that I haven't used. But the idea is we're thinking about what are some new things that you're seeing that people should keep on their radar, start taking advantage of, when it comes to video, how can they get that edge? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, YouTube's doing something really cool, and I, I don't believe this is out yet, but it's coming, um, which is called uh, bumper ads. They're currently doing bumper ads, which are six-second unskippable ads, and you're probably seeing them more now than ever. Um, and now YouTube, and you've, if you are an avid YouTube watcher like I am, um, you see uh, two videos, two bumper ads back to back. So videos that you can't really skip, but they're the six second format videos where it's all about branding. It's all about who you are and why are you speaking to the people that you're speaking to. Um, So those six second uh, ads are wonderful. What YouTube is doing in the future, um, I believe is embedded testing now is that um, if you have a long, longer video, let's say if you have a 60 second uh, video, a 30 second video, or even a long format video on your YouTube channel, um, it's going to have kind of like a, an editor service where you can submit this video and it's going to chop it up into six second videos um, that you can use for bumper ads. So let's say it's not so much as an expense that you don't really have to edit this new video uh, or create a whole new thing from scratch for six seconds. You can upload it and get back a six second bumper video that you can use um, as an addition to your YouTube strategy. Cool. Well, I know I learned a few things that I did not know about today. Romina, thanks again for coming and being a part of the show. Thank you so much for having me. You can also subscribe to the Digital How To Podcast through your favorite podcast player to get a new episode delivered to you right when it's available. And don't forget to get more resources on how to grow your business online by visiting our page at 2060digital.com slash DC. Thank you again for downloading the podcast and listening to us. We'll see you the next time on the digital how to.